0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And this is the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. Well, they made us believe, but unfortunately, Ireland's rugby World Cup dream ended in spectacular but disappointing fashion on Saturday night against the All Blacks. Irish rugby legend Keith Wood was there on Saturday and he joins us this morning to talk through. Good morning, Keith. Morning, Anton. How are you? Well, I'm I'm recovering. There, there was a, a. I I think you were memeable because there was regular cutaways to yourself and Eddie Jordan, and the the last shots of you, you 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 looked like the rest of us felt. I think the term is despondent.
1: Despondent or a level of almost resignation at the end. But my, um, yeah, I aged about ten years as that match went on. It was it was an astounding game of rugby, like absolutely incredible. But it just. It took all the energy out of everybody in the crowd. I think maybe everybody at home too, you know. It was, it was tough, very tough, very tough for the guys at the end, I have to say.
0: Let's set aside the, the disappointment and the impact on Ireland for a second and just look at it as a game of rugby. Because to have a, a team come back from double figures down in the early stages and not lose momentum, to have phases of play that ran to 20 and 30 phases, that's a remarkable game.
1: Um, it, it was it was an incredible game of rugby, and um it, it kind of it' funny I was looking at it, and it was whether this was something that was meant to be or not meant to be. We needed perfection and we we fell a little bit short, we needed to take every chance, and we missed a couple that we had, but that 's how fine the margins were and you know as a game, it was astounding, um the level of pace, the level of um, uh, the physical contact, the accuracy of the contact was 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 extraordinary so you 're looking at the game and saying okay we 're we 're being beaten roundly beaten for for a period of it, then we come back in, we take our chances we get an opportunity then we have the we have an opportunity for John to put it, or for Johnny to put it over and he he misses we have an opportunity to score a try and we 're held up and There's so little space and so few opportunities given in these games, you know, when you're playing top teams in the world, of which we are one of them, and you give up very few opportunities and you have to take every one of them. And the difference in the game at the weekend, I thought it was an incredible game, but the difference was, um, like, New Zealand played better than we did, and they played better than they've played in about two years, but they also took pretty much every single opportunity that they got. When they went into R22, they came out of it with a score. Every bounce of the ball, no, they went for the bounce of the ball. They took the risk because they knew they were going to have to, but their risks paid off.
0: In terms of those opportunities, there were uh, two particularly on our side that I'd like your view of. One was how well or badly we made, managed to exploit playing against 14 men because there was, there was a significant chunk of that game where we had the man over and whether or not we made enough of it. And the other thing was a point that Brian O'Driscoll made where, and I don't think he made this critically of John's, Johnny Sexton, but he said that when Sexton looks back at the game, that missed kick and the fact that it didn't allow the gap to come within drop goal or penalty range will be the one that will he'll dwell on for years to come. Your view on both of those?
1: Yeah, I, I, if I, the, the former, I, I don't think we managed it very well. It can be awkward at times to manage manage it properly and normally when you take that opportunity, you can score. And against lesser teams, you tend to score quite easily against 14 men. Uh, but some teams up their game to counteract it. And then you should be stronger at the end because it, it exacts a toll. It takes energy away from the team that is down to 14. So I don't think we managed it particularly well. Um, we would have liked to have spent more time down the field. We would have liked to have been a little bit more accurate because um, we weren't that accurate out of the lineout. Um, for the kick for Johnny I don't think it can and I'm always mindful of goal kickers because it's one of the loneliest places on the field to be and yes it's your responsibility but it's um, most guys miss kicks and you hope that they don't count at the very end and I don't know that it necessarily counted though it did leave us vulnerable to not being able to go for, for a drop goal and we had to go for a try but we did get the opportunity to go for the try and we got held up so Look, I would have said I've watched. Uh, I watched the the game when I came back last night, and I watched the the, the French team and the, the South African team kick their kick their points. I thought we were too quick to kick into the corner earlier on, and it's just that that's what cup rugby is. And I I often feel when when you look at this and you look at the teams that won over the weekend, it's the teams that have delivered a World Cup knockout stages before that have won the trophy before they're all the ones that seem to have done well this weekend. And maybe that's our glass ceiling. We need to try and get our head around that idea that there has to be a type of cup-style rugby. But like this is nitpicking after the fact. We were literally one player rolled over onto his back away from, from actually winning the game. So that's how fine the margins are. And we can be very, very critical, but we can't be critical at all, really. We were that close.
0: That when the seeing the the ball get held up when you're across the line, I mean the, the the rarity of that happening at all for a defensive side to manage to hold somebody up and not get the um, pressure down on the ball. it was such a gutting thing to to watch. can you can you talk to me about two other aspects, Keith, you mentioned um, the the line out are set pieces if you're looking for further nits to pick? we didn't do particularly well in our lineouts and we gave away a couple of penalties. It seemed unnecessarily in our scrums. Now, you, you're a uh, uh, front row of significant renown. What was your view in relation to the scrums?
1: I was Well, I was looking at it from mine. I have yet to watch the game back. I haven't quite uh, stomached it yet to, to look back at it, but I will look at it today. It was on the other side from where I was. Um, there was a view that we were um, we were going in and up and I would have said that maybe New Zealand were but scrummaging is an inexact science, it's incredibly difficult and it all goes down with a slightly odious uh, phrase that it's whatever picture you paint to the referee at the time, well we weren't painting the right picture and it was going against us a fair bit um, I would have, our line were like and I said this after the South African game, you have to Take into account who you're playing against. Um, but I do think at times we need to be slightly more old-fashioned and have a bit more loop on the ball at different times. And uh, But you're under huge pressure. And the one thing we haven't really mentioned here is how well New Zealand played. They were They were fantastic. They targeted us wherever they possibly could they were throwing players almost into the air as opposed to lifting them into the air. So they were getting to the place of where they thought we were going to tr- to throw. They were taking a gamble and some of their gambles came off and some of them didn't come off. That happens. That's the nature of it. You're not going to get everything your own way. You're also not ever going to get your own way playing against teams of this calibre. And like we thought in the game again last night, which was a higher standard still, the, the game last night was just truly extraordinary. With loads of mistakes because mistakes are going to be made because the pressure and the stakes are so much higher.
0: I assume, Keith, that despite the result not being the one that we would have wanted, you would be very proud of that Irish team.
1: Hi, well, I'm stunned at what they've done for the last two years. And it's funny, I describe myself as a crap fan because I don't quite know how to deal with being a fan, as you can see with my head in my hands half the time. But the where they've got to, what they've achieved um, – I still want them to go further. They still want to go further. And I look, I just think Andy Farrell has done an amazing job. And I, I, I just think the, the team and Irish rugby are in a really, really good space. Um, um, there's times in World Cups past, ones I've played in, where we just didn't perform. We played really, really poorly. Um, yesterday was not, or Saturday was not one of those at all. We performed at an incredibly high standard. And New Zealand were just marginally higher. And I was left with the thought as I was watching the players walking around the field and there's 80,000 people in the stand um, that these are ordinary guys, you know, and they're wearing an Ireland jersey, which is a huge honor and a privilege, but they're ordinary guys. And they're surrounded by 80,000 people and it's probably the loneliest place you can be after a loss. So I always think you have to think of the players that that's what they are. They're just ordinary guys that are trying to do um, extraordinary things.
0: A lot of text coming in with questions. Let me I put a couple of them to, to you before I let you go, Keith. One saying, did we use our subs enough in the match? Look at South Africa last night who brought on the whole bench. We looked tired at times and likewise the entire, well, the both props subbed off for New Zealand. Did we use our subs enough?
1: Yeah, I look, it's whether you bring them on earlier enough. Um, subs is a different uh, question to have entirely for me. Um, it's hard because there's a big emotional uh, play for it, but I would, I would go at that stage our guys were are dead out on their feet Of course, there's a way of doing it, but on the same token, you could say, leave those guys on. They've delivered first in the past. Will they deliver again? So you can take that either which way. I think for me, we looked very, very tired at the end. And I still go back to that one thought that we are a guy turned on his back or a hand underneath the ball away from us um, from us winning the game so such are the fine margins
0: And a quick one does Keith think the pool system needs to be changed crazy that the two best teams met in the quarter and not in the final
1: Yeah and not the two best either there's the other two were, were last night so I thought we, we saw two games in Paris over the weekend that would have um, would have been phenomenal for a final or a semi-final. And I do think it's too early. And it's not a complaint about it because you can't change about anything with that at all. But I think it's hard for the competition. So if you look at the quality of play that were in the other two quarterfinals compared to the two on our side of the draw, they were vastly different. So look, it is, and it is already changing. They've World Rugby have already said that they're going to change that for the next one.
0: Keith, thank you very much. That is Keith Wood, Irish rugby legend. And we're going to be talking more about the uh, sport across the uh, weekend with uh, Off the Ball's Kathleen McNamee in a second. Before that, our own Henry McKean met Ireland and all black fans outside the Stade de France to hear their reaction, including a crestfallen familiar voice. I think Ireland is is so proud. But uh, I have to say, New Zealand played very, very well in the night. Can't complain about doing your best. Either win or you don't. And that's it, like. Beaten by a better team tonight. We have to we can't have any complaints. Absolutely devastated, but we can
1: learn. How are you feeling after that devastating defeat here on the grounds of the Stade France?
0: Actually very devastated tonight, I'll be quite honest, because I feel like that if it wasn't gonna be this year we really felt this year was our year. We've been to many World Cups now at this stage and we really had the belief that this was our year, this is gonna be Ireland's year. There's something in this adventure that's building for the next time. We're playing the all blacks, right? They're the best team in rugby. There's no other way of it. They can at switch it on. Yeah, and, and you got Will Jordan just takes puts on the jet burners and what are you going to do? And, and I just think we're 28-24 at the end. I actually couldn't believe that we were in the last 82 minutes and 35
2: seconds at the end. I
0: was just, I was just actually so engrossed in the game. This has to be the start of the future, if that makes sense. And I hated that I was possibly Johnny Sexton's last game of rugby because what that guy has given to Irish rugby is beyond belief. Like And... I just, I, I actually was emotional for him and I saw him going into the crowd trying to get his kid out and getting a little bit aggra- aggravated because he couldn't get his kid out for a while and they had his kid out. And it's, it's just brilliant and it's devastating at the same same time. How are you feeling being an all black? This is one of those
2: games, they turned up and they just delivered, you know, Sam Kane smashed everything that moved. I almost had a heart attack, it was that much. Wayne Barnes out as one. Uh, amazing. Game, so much heart from Ireland from the All Blacks. You go down in history. Here
0: was the final. We got up today, two yellow cards. I don't know how we did it. You don't know how you won. Yeah, like just amazing, like Bowden Barrett, amazing from the back. How we did it. Do you think you'll go on now and win the whole World Cup? Um, I'm confident for the semi-final, for sure. Final, I think that's gonna be a different story. Different story. From being here for the last three weekends in a row, uh, but the boys are the boys.
1: They've done a fantastic and amazing job, and they've done nothing wrong. I think Barnes should be questionable, maybe. One so the two? raffle's against us. A little bit, yeah. And Barnes is not normally. The guys played out of their skin as always, and we couldn't be so much prouder than we ever have been. So
0: kudos to the boys, and they feel they should have nothing to be feel ashamed of. They just played the way they played, and that was it. it wasn't their day. It wasn't their year. We'll do it again. You know. So we
1: have confidence now. We believe 100%.
0: We're the best team in the world. Well, second best now, but anyway, maybe third best by the end of it, but we'll get there. Shoulder, the shoulder Michael there singing Ireland's call at the Centre Culturel Irlandais, ending Henry McKean's report at the Stade de France. Uh, if you have any thoughts 53106 or 87 1400 on WhatsApp. As I said, I'm joined by Kathleen McNamee a digital letter for Off the Ball. We should look to the other quarterfinal which was of course a cracker as Keith Wood says as well. Antoine Dupont saying it is all the ref's fault.
2: Yeah, he wasn't too happy with Ben O'Keefe after last night's game. I mean, I... I can kind of understand the frustration, but I don't think that was the thing that turned the game all in all. Like, again, much like our own game, it was one of fine margins. You literally could not take your eyes off it for a second. I mean, the first half in particular, it was just like... I tweeted it last night I was like both teams have just forgot about defending they're just going for vibes that was exactly what the match was because they were just enjoying themselves playing great rugby I mean only a point in it in the end you felt like And nearly
0: 60 points on the scoreboard I mean for a top flight game that's amazing
2: I, I was convinced it was going to be you know very like tight game, maybe like a try or two each max, but that just wasn't the case. Um, So yeah, Anton Dupont saying afterwards that he didn't think Ben O'Keefe was up to the standard for a game that had this much riding on it. Probably a little bit unfair, I thought, And overall. There's definitely some decisions that he didn't get right, but yeah, as I said, not the thing that it hinged on.
0: So based on what we've seen so far, if you're calling the ultimate winner from performances to date?
2: Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, it's South Africa or New Zealand, most likely. I just feel like South Africa might have that little bit in there back pocket and I don't know how New to Zulu feel about that They were
0: very that. impressive though
2: they were very impressive and I also think they're not going to have taken as many body blows as South Africa have over the course of the entire tournament so I don't know if that will come into it but um, it would be very interesting to see how they both perform against uh, the other teams that are left Argentina and England I mean it's so disappointing like if you'd had those two games the Ireland game and the South Africa France game as the semi-finals how delighted be would we well not delighted because of the result but you know <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, my understanding is that there is other sport happening, or there was over the weekend, and Stephen Kenny has issued his uh, weekly reminder that he's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah, and uh I don't know how long that is going to last for him. That game against Greece on Friday was just such a difficult watch. Like it was just it was really, really bad. It was one of the worst performances of this team. We're playing Gibraltar tonight in Faro. The game kicks off, I think it's quarter eight. And you're just Like, I have no want or wish in the world to actually sit down and watch this game. Because even though we're playing Gibraltar, because of the standard of football that we've seen from this team over the last while, you're just like, is it worth watching it? Is something bad going to happen? And you look at, say, like Scotland, they qualified for the Euros yesterday. The performances that they've managed to put in, like we beat them a year ago and like beat them convincingly. What, What has happened to our team in between like, and I've always been a fan of Stephen Kenny I like think he's done really good stuff with a lot of the younger players that have come through I think he was handed a bad situation and probably made the most of it but I just really feel like we need someone that can elevate us to the next level and I don't think it's going to be him at the moment
0: Before I let you go um, Katie McCabe instrumental in Arsenal's late victory over Villa.
2: Oh yeah I thought my heart was going to be broken again. Uh, They were 1-0 down for the entire game. 92nd minute banger from Katie McCabe at the Emirates in front of 35,000 people and then Alessia Russo got her first league goal on the 94th minute um, for Arsenal. So yeah it was one of the better results I had this weekend.
0: (laughs) And for Euro 2024 qualifiers France, Portugal and Belgium.
2: That's the so far, so yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who else joins.
0: As always, thank you very much. That is our uh, very own Kathleen McNamee, digital editor of Off the Ball five three one zero six. If you want to get in touch, with the Cost of 30 Centre, you can get us 087 1400 106. We'll Be back after the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. This break.